Welcome to episode number seven of the Better With Brock podcast. My name is Brock Ashby, and today I'm going to take you through how to manage your nutrition through the holiday season. I've got eight tips to take you through, and I'm going to just jump straight into it. It's Christmas Eve, one day until Christmas, so there could be uh, there couldn't be a better time to kind of give you these tips. So number one, set a goal and be clear about that goal. So many people get frustrated around Christmas time, the holiday season, New Year's, New Year resolutions because of the progress that they don't make. So what I want to encourage you to do is set a goal and be clear about it. Do you want to continue to lose body fat during this holiday season? Do you want to maintain your weight or do you want to gain a bit of weight and really enjoy yourself? Personally, I prefer to dial my calories up to maintenance if I'm in a fat loss phase or even go into a surplus phase where I just gain a bit of body fat because it's a time where we're sitting around the table, we're laughing. I don't personally drink, but people are drinking. Uh, We're catching up with people that we maybe haven't seen for a while and we're just kind of winding back and we want to enjoy those foods. It's also a time where there's certain foods that are out that aren't usually out. We don't usually have turkey every night. We don't have a roast every night. We don't have, you know, these Christmas puddings around. Some people make cookies. Some people make gingerbread houses. There's these things out there that we want to have to enjoy. And it adds to the fun of Christmas as opposed to it just being a dinner or a lunch or a breakfast like it might be throughout our weekly routine. Food, I believe, is what kind of brings us together. So, What I like to do is change my goalposts. So I like to move them to maintenance. And I think that's a really great place to sit throughout the holiday season. And it also, like I was leaning towards before, takes the pressure off dropping body fat and creating a calorie deficit and potentially tracking your calories and weighing your food. All that kind of stress that is caused by that, which some people experience, will not be there. And Trying to diet through Christmas is possible. I've done it when I was really early in my lifting career, if you want to call it that. I would, you know, weigh my food. Uh, my birthday is actually New Year's Eve, so I would try and get a protein, <laughs> protein cheesecake. I remember my brother and his wife and their family uh, made me a protein cheesecake. And looking back at that. Like they thought I was crazy and looking back at it now, I'm like, man, what a dick. Like just have a cake, man. Like who cares about your macros? <laughs> it's your birthday, man. Have a real cheesecake. It was, um, yeah, I was really kind of obsessed and I guess fixated on the process of muscle building and getting lean and I was avoiding carbohydrates. I didn't have much knowledge, but I was just so passionate and I looked back and I was like, man, that probably wasn't the best decision. Like, yeah, I enjoyed the protein cheesecake, but was it because I thought it was good for me because it was high in protein or was it because I actually enjoyed the taste? And that's one thing I usually, I actually used to struggle with was eating food just because it was fuel as opposed to, I actually feel like this and I'm enjoying it. Um, And now I really actually enjoy food. Like I drink coffee because I enjoy it. I don't just drink it because it's a caffeine hit and it pumps me up. Uh, I eat yogurt in the morning because it's convenient It's really fast and I think it tastes delicious. Uh, I have a really simple diet, but I actually enjoy the food. I don't just think food is fuel. I'm a robot. I just need to fuel my body for my workouts. 
Um, and I think that that's a pretty dangerous place to go for your relationship with food if you're just pursuing it like a robot. Anyway, I'm, I'm kind of getting off topic. This is going to be a very quick podcast, so I, 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 I want to stay on track. But make sure you set that goal. Make sure you're aware of what you're heading for throughout this holiday season. You don't have to sit down and write the pros and cons of every goal and kind of break it down. Like it's it's Christmas, it's holiday season, just relax a bit. But I think being a bit more lenient with your goals and with your body fat and with your training is a good idea around this time. Most likely you won't have time for as many workouts as you'd like to get. Uh, you probably won't be as active as you would like to be. Although, you know, going for walks, and stuff like that is definitely doable. Actually, that depends on where you are in the world. Uh, quite a lot of people, actually the biggest audience that I have listening to this podcast is based in the USA and it's snowing over there sometimes, like it's it's freezing. So you probably won't be active over there, but over here in Australia and growing up in New Zealand, Christmas time is like summertime. We have barbecues, we, we go down to lakes and we swim, we go to the beach, we catch some waves. It's super fun. Like having a summer Christmas is awesome. Um, but it does encourage us to be a bit more active because it's hot. The weather allows us to go for walks, to be active, maybe play sport down at the park and kind of hang out with the family. But if you are in a country or in a place in the world where it's actually cold, then you probably won't be as active as you are. So you probably won't expend as many calories and you're probably going to consume a bit more calories. So not that it's impossible to diet through Christmas, but just be realistic that you probably won't be moving as much. You probably will be eating more than usual, maybe drinking more alcohol than usual, maybe sleeping a bit less because you want to catch up with your friends and family. So just be aware. So yeah, as I said, I like to just maintain and kind of enjoy myself, um, but I do have some more tips uh, later on that will help you for any goal that you have. Uh, the second point I want to bring up is one hot day doesn't make a summer. And I want to break that down because it's just like our diet. So a summer is made up of consecutive hot days. One hot day, one blistering hot day, no matter how hot it will be, will not dictate a summer just because you have one hot day. It's the consistent trend of hot days that make a summer. And it's like a diet. If you have one bad day on your diet, that does not mean your diet is terrible and you need to just give up because it's the worst thing ever. One hot day doesn't make a summer. One bad diet doesn't make a bad diet. Kind of, I like to look at it like a golf game. One bad shot does not mean your 18 holes are doomed. You still have so many shots to redeem yourself. And it's like in a day when you're eating, you have one bad meal. It's fine. Just get back on the horse for the next couple of meals and kind of regain traction and focus on the positives and get back onto the goal that you've set around the holiday season just because you have one meal or maybe you get absolutely plastered one night and you just drink too much don't worry about it everyone's getting plastered at the moment i'm not saying that you need to go and get smashed but it's a time of the year where we are enjoying ourselves where we're around friends and family like don't worry about what you do between the 25th of December of 2021 and the 31st of December, 2021. Don't like that's six days out of 365. You have 359 more days to correct anything that you do in six days. Like it's not 
anything to worry about. So one hot day doesn't make a summer could go for that entire period from Christmas to New Year's where we kind of get a bit loose and eat a bit too much, maybe drink a bit too much, sleep a bit less, don't work out as much. It's six days. Like worry about what you do from January 1st to December 24th of 2022. That is what you should be worrying about. So many people fixate over these six days like, oh, I'm such a bad person. I failed my diet. Oh, I got drunk so much. Oh, I didn't sleep at all. Seriously, there's bigger things to worry about. Enjoy yourself and then just worry about uh, what the repercussions are in the new year when you're full of motivation. You've got a bit more time and everything like that. So that's the second point. Don't stress if you muck up, just get back on the horse. That's the best kind of advice I'd give around that. Number three, get that protein on your plate. Christmas ham, Christmas turkey, whatever it is, protein is the most satiating macronutrient. It makes you feel full. Like if you just eat a plate of chicken breast, you will get very full. If you just eat Christmas ham, you will get very full. It's when we go to the other foods that we kind of tend to overeat the cakes, the donuts, the cheesecake, the ice cream. This stuff is high in carbs and fats. It's super palatable, high in sugar and enjoyable. Like I'm not saying you can't eat that stuff. I love ice cream. I am a huge advocate of ice cream. I love it, but it doesn't make up most of my diet. I like the 80-20 rule. 80% nutritious food, 20% delicious food. I've heard other people say 80% whole food, 20% soul food. However you want to look at it, there is a balanced approach that you can take. But if you prioritize protein, that's going to satiate you. It's also going to help you hit your protein levels, which is going to be good for maintaining your muscle mass throughout this kind of time where you may be working out less. But if you kind of stack up on protein first and you eat that first, like protein and vegetables too, your non-starchy vegetables, such as, you know, if there's any around, asparagus, broccoli, cauliflower, uh, greens, like salads, carrots, these things are pretty low in calories. So if you hit your protein first and then get some non-starchy vegetables or vegetables just in general on your plate as well, that's going to fill you up a bit more with fiber. You'll still be hungry and excited enough to eat the 20% delicious foods, the soul food, the enjoyable foods. However, you probably won't go too crazy and go, uh, you know, into a crazy surplus where you gain tons of body fat. Once again, if you do, there's no big deal. There's no drama, but just kind of trying to help you out here. If you are conscious that you do want to enjoy yourself, but you also still want to be, you know, relatively sticking towards um, a healthy diet that you enjoy eating. Um, number four, this has nothing to do with fitness, but eat nostalgic foods. Like, as I said before, Christmas is a time where there's foods out that aren't usually out throughout the year. So just enjoy yourself. I grew up eating my Nana's trifle. It's absolutely delicious. Her trifle, I don't know what she put in it, but it was amazing. And every Christmas I spent with my Nana and my family back in New Zealand, up in Blenheim, shout out to B-Town. If, if that was there, like I was just eating so many bowls of it. Like I did not <laughs> follow my advice of eating protein first and doing all that stuff. I'll just go straight for the trifle. Like I absolutely loved it, but it made me so happy. It made me uh, like feel like it was, it was Christmas. It was holidays. I was like, this is awesome. Like, I'm just going to swim. I'm going to sleep in. We're going to open some presents, going to give some presents away. Like 
it was just awesome. So like, don't be afraid to eat these foods that like really feel like home to you, real Christmas foods or foods that you're like, oh man, I'd really like to try that. I haven't had that before. Just give it a go. Like it adds to the, to the experience of the holiday season. And it's not like you have to eat these foods, but like, you know, if you just want to stick to foods that you know and you enjoy and that's going to help you stick to your diet, then that's fine. But I really do find that having these foods around this time does add to the experience. And once again, we're not just robots that are calories in versus calories out machines. Food brings us excitement. Food makes us happy. So don't be afraid to, to eat these sort of foods. Number five, be as active as possible. Go for walks instead of driving somewhere. Maybe you can walk. Maybe you can bike. If you if you do feel like working out, just get a workout in. People understand. If you do want to bring some resistance bands, if you're going traveling, then do that. That's completely cool. You can work out whilst you're on holiday. Like some people like some people don't like to like just take completely two weeks off. That's also fine. But if you want to train, you can. If you want to take some dumbbells and take a bench, you know, do what you want. Uh, go pay a casual visit to some gyms just to work out. That's completely cool as well. But just be as active as possible. Uh, it's not so much to bring up your calorie expenditure and help you burn more calories, although it will. It's more so like humans feel good when you move. Like when you walk, when you hit your 10,000 steps, you feel great. Uh, you know, play some sports. You don't necessarily have to go and do push-ups and pull-ups outside. Play with your little nephew, play throws, uh, with your brother, play basketball with your sister, do these types of things and just to kind of help you stay active um, and kind of just uh, not feel like a slob over Christmas time. Like sometimes you can get two or three days deep and you're like, oh man, I feel I feel pretty sluggish. So just being active throughout the day when you can does help with that. Uh, number six, drink water. Sometimes we mistake hunger for, for thirst. So if you're hydrated, uh, you'll know that when you're eating, you're probably going to be hungry. But if you're reaching for food just because, maybe check if you're thirsty. If you are, have a drink and maybe that will settle it. Uh, if you're still hungry, then you are probably just hungry. But uh, being hydrated does help. It also helps you feel better. Uh, some people get headaches when they're dehydrated. Some people just forget because they're having so much fun, um, hanging out with friends and playing and stuff like that, that we forget to drink water. But that's just kind of uh, a, a, a small thing on the side to drink water. Um, one thing I like to tell my clients in Team Brock Ashby is just, you know, you want your pee to be pretty much clear, like a real faint yellow. If it's a really bright yellow, then yeah, you should be hydrated and, uh, and that will help you um, just kind of feel a bit better throughout the day. You know, you like you don't have to walk around with those big gallon bottles and be sculling them all day and peeing all day. That's not fun. Going to a pee, like, sorry, going to the bathroom to pee 24-7 is a chore and it actually ruins your whole experience, your day, um, you know, whether it's Christmas or not. Um, but yeah, that will definitely help you feel better. Um, and that's, so there's a couple other points, daily calorie backloading and weekly calorie backloading that I'm going to jump into really quickly because I do have to jump off and go and enjoy Christmas Eve. Daily calorie backloading is when you kind of eat less in the morning to save your calories for later on in the day. So if you are having a Christmas dinner, you might go a bit lighter on breakfast, a bit lighter at lunch, maybe cut out your snacks that you usually have so you have this big plethora of calories to enjoy your Christmas dinner with. Um, so let's say you have 2000 calories usually and you usually break them up to 500 calorie meals. You have four of them that makes up your calories. You could have 
300 calories for breakfast, maybe 200 for lunch, and then you've only eaten 500 calories throughout the day, which sounds like you're starving yourself, but you're not. You kind of have this mindset of, well, I'm gonna eat less because later on, I'm gonna stick to my calories. I wanna have 1500 and that is heaps of calories to make me feel full, enjoy my food, have a couple of glasses of wine, have a donut, and I'm gonna be cool. So that's just one example you can do. One thing I will say, if you are going to daily calorie backload, keep that protein high throughout the day. Um, I like to have high protein breakfast in the morning, high protein lunch, and kind of leave my fats and calories till the evening because that is uh, those are the macros that we generally enjoy our food with so like donuts are fats and carbs uh, cake fats and carbs you know so kind of eat your protein early so that you can enjoy the foods later on so that is um, kind of going by the rule of flexible dieting but also um, you know you, uh, daily energy expenditure is kind of how we determine if we lose fat or body fat. Law of thermodynamics. If you eat in a deficit, you'll lose weight, but it's about your overall calories. So if your calories are at a certain number, that is kind of where you're going to lose fat uh, or, 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 or eat at maintenance or eat in a surplus. The amount of calories determines that. It's not you know, if you have 300 in the morning, uh, 200 for lunch, and then eat this massive meal at dinner, that doesn't mean like if you eat heaps after dark, you're going to store it as body fat as you sleep. Like we know that that's not correct. It's about how many calories you eat throughout the entire day, not when you have it within the day. So hopefully that makes sense. Lastly, weekly calorie backloading. Weekly calorie backloading is when Let's say Christmas is on Saturday, you kind of eat less throughout Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, maybe you add in calories. So if you had a 2000 budget, maybe from Monday to Friday, you had 1500. So it's going to give you an extra 2500 calories to add on to Saturday and Sunday. So that's kind of like saving to spend in the weekend. So that is one of the approaches that I like to use for my clients. Uh, small little plug here. Once again, if you do want to coach with me, Team Brock Ashby, uh, teambrockashby.com is the website uh, or follow me on Instagram at Brock Ashby. That's where you find me. Um, but my clients, that's one thing uh, that I really like to reiterate is daily calorie backloading and weekly calorie backloading, especially when you're going away for events and through the holiday season, this is going to be super crucial. So if you know, uh, you know, Christmas, you're going to go, you know, quite higher on your calories, maybe on Christmas Eve, like today, you'll have less calories. Um, uh, so let's go back to the, you have 2000 calories a day. Maybe you have 1500 so that you can have 2,500 on Saturday, which is Christmas day. And you can enjoy the amount of calories that you're going for. So, um, you know, your, your daily calories or weekly calories are not impacted by you enjoying yourself. Uh, I know this is a quick podcast. That's probably only going to be around 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, that's going to be it guys. I'm going to be uh, pumping some more out next year, maybe even before the new year as well. But, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. It would be amazing if you could jump on, uh, any of the platforms and give me a review. It really helps me out. Um, and on Instagram, if you follow me at Brock Ashby, send me some DMS on what topics you'd like to hear, or maybe guests you want to have on. And I'll definitely take that into consideration. All right, guys, Merry Christmas. Hope you enjoy your family and friends. Thank you.